Hello everybody and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? I just had to have a quick snack because I just finished lowing the lowing lowing the lawn, mowing the lawn, and I needed to take care of that because I was starving. And yeah, so I'm still a little bit sweaty. I also, of course, had to shower beforehand too. But how is everyone doing enough about me and my weird day? Kim Can Park over on D-Lab. Patrick McDuff over on D-Lab. Poppy Tun over on D-Lab. Patrick McDuff over on D-Lab as well. How is it going to my peeps over there? Let's see over my YouTube peeps. John Winkler, what's going on, John? He says, look out, John Wick. There's a new Batman coming to Gotham. And he sparkles. Allegedly, because as I reported just a couple days ago, they have not officially confirmed that unless something has changed since then. But he is definitely on the short list. Robert Pattinson's on the short list, but they have not officially confirmed it yet. It was something that was leaked to... Uh, and it was Variety or Hollywood Reporter, and those things aren't always official. So I'm going to wait for the official word on that, unless it's already happened while I was mowing the lawn and doing all the other crazy stuff throughout my day. Megazord! <laughs> There's now a Megazord Jeremy account. That is wonderful. Megazord Jeremy says, Hail Odin, I am Megazord Jeremy, the most powerful Jeremy of all Jeremys. I am a combination of all the Jeremys. Holy crap! That does sound terrifying. It sounds absolutely terrifying. I would not want to mess with that. <laughs> Mad Mitch, what's going on, brother? Tina, how is it going? How's it going? And Tina, yes, thank you very much, Tina. Tina is reminding every single person that if you've heard any leaks for the final train wreck episode of Game of Thrones, please do not repeat them or you will be timed out. Yes, indeed, because there are some people who really do care. There are some people who still are grasping on hope that the last episode of Game of Thrones ever will be good. I kind of have lost that. I'm still definitely in that, you know, cynical category because that's kind of in my nature. And I'm kind of just giving up on the entire series. But some people who watch do not or have not. And so out of respect for them, this will be a spoiler-free zone for future spoilers. If things have already happened, that, of course, I cannot protect you from. So we can talk about spoilers that have already happened in Game of Thrones. Obviously, John Wick Chapter 3, there's probably going to be some spoilers talked about tonight as well. Because, as you can see, that is going to be the main topic, is John Wick. But not just John Wick 3, the John Wick universe. And why I think the John Wick universe should be the template for almost all future franchises. Because it is purely based on what the fans want. And it executes it very well. And I think that that is what the future of cinema needs to be. So, Mad Mitch, hello. Sasha Neon says, Odin's alive. What's going on, bro? Stephanie B is here as well. Tech Guy is here. Um, let's see. Uh, Kalia the Cinema Queen. What's going on, Cinema Queen? How is it going? How is it going? Uh, Sasha Neon says, Blowing the fawn, sowing the dawn, crowning the pawn. Yes, indeed. You are correct. You are correct. You are very correct, my friend. Rosetta Allen. Alan! Rosetta Allen, what's going on? It says, it's raining like hell. Hope your day is rocking. My day is rocking. It's not raining yet, but the rain is on the way. The Senate says, time to praise that John Wick 3 because it was so damn good, Senate. You are so right. It was so damn good. It was seriously the the epitome of action filmmaking, I would say. I, I mean, honestly, over the last like 10 years, there are two movies now. They're, they're, they're beforehand, I was going to say Mission Impossible 6 was the best action film I had ever seen. Until John Wick 3. John Wick 3 has now taken the cake about as far as action films over the last 10 years. Maybe not of all time, but of the last 10 years, as far as practical effects go, man, John Wick 3 knocks it out of the park and actually knocks off uh, Mission Impossible 6, which even in and of itself has some awesome sequences seeing that you have Tom Cruise, who's freaking 50 years old, still doing his own stunts, flying copters, and oh my god, so crazy. 
Uh, Tina says, staying cool, and all have been warned about the leaks. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Slicer Neon says, I got that one already. Greta, what's going on, Greta Zanner? Hello, everyone, and Odin. Hello, hello, Greta. And guys, go check out Greta's channel. She's awesome. But also, go check out The Rookie Critic. The Rookie Critic had uh, Greta on a stream, and I was only able to watch a little bit of it, but it was fantastic because they're both awesome people. So go check out The Rick, the Rookie Critic. The Ricky Critic. The Rookie Critic. And check out the video of the interview he did with Greta because both of them are amazing and beautiful people. Yes, that's right. They are both beautiful people. They are both beautiful as guardians. Uh, Beats of Angel says, Odin. Yeah, The Wick 3 is amazing. And I now, and now it's time to talk and debate about the trilogy. No, seriously. And I think the biggest debate is going to be whether or not should it stay a trilogy or should it continue. I've got some new thoughts on that because I had some thoughts going before because obviously we didn't really know how the movie John Wick 3 was going to end, whether or not it was going to try and end on a sense of closure or leave it open-ended. And we'll talk about that in a little bit when I finally officially open it up to John Wick 3 spoilers, uh, just in case anyone uh, is still trying to avoid it for any reason. But yeah, it, it is is something that I think is a worthy discussion because I think there's going to be people on multiple sides, but I am very firmly on one, and I, I will not tell you which one I'm on just quite yet. Though I'm sure if you've watched my, I'm sure if you watch my videos and you watch my reviews, you kind of know where I stand. G Monkey, what's going on? G Monkey says saw John Wick three today, and it might be the favorite one. Only part I didn't like, uh, only one part I didn't like in it. Yeah, I mean, I think that here's the thing with the John Wick films, though. Every single one of them has something different and has something special about it. To me, John Wick 1 is just the most, I guess, the lean. It's the most lean story. It's the best as far as being able to tell a story, not wasting any time, not wasting any breath, and it's all just very succinct, well put together. And of course, it gets everything going. It's an origin story, and origin stories are always great. John Wick 2, I think, has the best story, the best background, the best lore, because you find out more about the Continental, you find more about the High Table, you find more about all these behind-the-scenes elements that are actually really interesting, and as much as I love John Wick and Keanu Reeves and his portrayal of the character, I'm also just as interested as all that behind-the-scenes stuff, and so John Wick 2 focuses more, dives deeper into that lore, while John Wick 3, I think, is the best action film out of all of them, and I thought that was going to be hard to beat, because John Wick 2 has that one sequence where he's, like, running through, like, the catacombs, and he has his all of his guns placed, and he's just picking one up, firing off, running off to the next one, picking it up, firing it off, and it's awesome, but I must say, 20 minutes into John Wick 3, this knife fight scene they have, where there are knives flying everywhere, and you believe, honestly, that these knives are going into these actors, because they just do such a great job of choreographing them, and using just practical effects it's beautiful so no i agree i think that john wick 3 is the strongest when it comes to action sequences but i definitely think that the other two are stronger in other areas so i think that all three of them complement each other very well they're all good all three of them are excellent i would never say oh yeah you can skip this one you know sometimes there's a trilogy or there's a series and you say to yourself it's good but you could skip it i can't think of any john wick film that i would say skip because john wick one's awesome john wick two's awesome and john wick three is awesome it's just all all three of them are so much good Sticky V says, I really want to thank you for inspiring me to watch the John Wick movies, including Chapter 3. I love them so freaking much. Well, Sticky V, so very glad to hear that, man. And if anyone else has never seen the John Wick movies, I highly recommend them because they are fantastic. If you like action films, if you like practical effects, if you like stunt teams, if you like choreography, those are the movies for you, man, because they're that damn good. They are so awesome. Um, let us see, let us see, let us see, let us see, let us see what we got here. The uh, chat jumped to me over on YouTube, so let me head back over to the D-Lab. Kim Cam Park, what's going on? What's going on over there? Uh, Poppy Dent says, John Wick is the best standing franchise. I agree. The best standing franchise right now, John Wick 3. I can't think of another John... I cannot think of another franchise currently still actively going, as far as movies are concerned, that would be better, or that I would like better. Uh, let's see. Uh... 
All right, that's a very crappy name you have there. He says, I feel like John Wick 3 wasted quite a lot of time. Uh, so, Hater, I, I would not say it wasted time. I honestly, if you're talking about the slower moments, I think that those slower moments are kind of necessary because they help to develop the characters more. They help to give you a little bit more of the behind the scenes. And if you're going to try and tell me there's not enough action in that film, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, but you would be very, very poorly mistaken. Uh, CPU Geek says, John Wick seems to be the best storyline since Star Wars for me. It is it is a pretty damn good storyline. It is a pretty darn good storyline. Uh, K-Man is seeing it Monday. Cannot wait for you to see it because it is absolutely fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. All right, all right, all right. So that's what I'm D Live people. Let me head back over to my YouTube peeps. All right, all right, all right. So Soul Assassin says, Hello, thought you'd uh, like to know. I saw three dudes dressed as John Wick when I saw the film the other day. Nice guys. Yes, so good. So awesome. Yeah, John Wick has one of the coolest and most slick suits out there. It's fantastic. Uh, Megazord Jeremy says, Hail Odin, our Lord Odin should play Batman, because that way we have a Batman who cares about the fans. I mean, if they would let me, I would. But no, I think, you know what? You know what? Even though I think that it might have a lot of issues to it, let's do Keanu Reeves, Batman. Do it. Let's happen. Let's happen, because at least he'll do his choreography. At least he'll do his own stunts. At least he'll be a badass. Just going to say it. Now, the only thing that could keep him from being a great Batman is the fact that he can't kill anybody. And, I mean, come on, Keanu Reeves, he's got to be able to do that. And Batman doesn't kill, no matter what. Certain people, certain directors, certain people that, in my opinion, destroyed the DC Universe. Or at least got it off on a really terrible foot. I'm not, I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. Oh, no, now I'm going to get attacked by the Zack Snyder people. Yeah, please no spamming hater, because, uh, in fact, you know what? I really, I really don't like that name in the first place, so... Um, boom. There you go. You're gone. You're gone, bud. Sorry. That name was uh, very offensive to me because it was it was against a certain race of people. And I think that was ridiculous. Yep. No, I don't I don't have any patience for that. No patience for that at all. No patience at all. We do not hate any people of any race or any background here. John Winkler says, The fanboy in you was convincing. I've spent today watching Chapter 1 and 2 again. I'm sorry as I'm leaving early for Chapter 3 showing tonight. Have a good night, sir. John Winkler, great to hear that, man. I hope you enjoyed both of those chapters, and I hope that you enjoyed Chapter 3 because it is so damn good. Cupcake Geek, let's see, says, I watched your most underrated movies of 2019 today, and about Paddington 2 here in the UK, he's a classic children's character. Yeah, especially when I talk about anything that's underrated or overrated, I'm talking specifically about based on the American audiences and the American response, and so that's the reason why I I, uh, put that on my list, because it was actually really good. It was fantastic. I had never heard of Paddington before until the movie started, and so I think that it was awesome. It was great. Uh, Stephanie B says, no John Wick spoilers, please. Stephanie B, what are you talking about? If you really cared about spoilers, you would have seen it opening night, like I did, all right? If you're a true fan, if you're a true John Wick fan, you would have seen it already. It's not like it was Endgame where you couldn't see it, like they were sold out of every single showing. It did well. I mean, my, my theater was pretty packed with people, which made me very happy. The villain's going to make between, like, 55 and $60 million and actually come out number one this weekend. I'm very excited about that. Very excited. Dimajanai, what's going on, Dimajanai? I saw your name in there. Uh, Taylor Potter says Keanu Reeves needs to come back and play Constantine again. He was great as Constantine. I don't care what anyone says about that film. I love that movie. Seriously, I love the lore. And I'm sure people are going to say, oh, well, the comic's better. And I'm sure you're right. But as someone that's not a comic book reader, I love the lore of having angels and demons influencing people in, in our lives. I just love that. I love that kind of stuff. It's really, it's fascinating. It really is. Uh, the Senate says, favorite moment from John Wick Chapter 3. <laughs> I mean, come on. The Senate. Are you kidding me, man? Are you kidding me? All right. To be honest, it is a little hard to choose to choose just one. But I will say this much. My favorite by like, by a, <laughs> you're going to love this one. My favorite John Wick chapter three scene by the edge of a knife 
is the knife scene. Because let's just be honest, it was it was amazing. There's a part in that scene where normally in films, you know, whenever there's like a knife that's like close to an eye, you know how normally they just like cut away and then they maybe if it happens, they'll have the sound and whatever. I mean, no, they, they don't even do that. They have it. They have it. I still, I still do that. I still don't know how they did it. I was watching it. And I was like, how, how did they do that? How did they pull that off? Because there's a dude and it's a real dude and it looks like a real knife. And then all of a sudden they don't cut away and it's in the eye. And I'm like, ah, yes. There were so many moments and, they, and the, my audience was great too. They were very active. And so there were plenty of times where all of us were just going, oh man, oh no, oh crap, man, yeah. It was great. Oh man, it was so great. <laughs> so I would say the knife, the knife fight sequence was fantastic. However, coming in very close at number two is when Halle Berry and her dogs are going to town. That scene is also great because I will say, this film has now converted me on Halle Berry. You guys have heard it from me. I've never been a fan of Halle Berry. I thought that she has always been a person that's kind of dragged down movies, almost ruined franchises. But I will tell you this much. She did her homework. She did everything that she had to do. She worked her ass off. She was so freaking awesome. And it was great. And it was great. <laughs> like, seriously. And it was awesome. And I'm so happy that they got her in there because because of the fact that she was willing to put forth that effort and to actually train and to actually learn how to use all of these things was just great. Again, I, and I have to commend her. I really do. So those would be my two favorite scenes. And guys, anyone that's like, oh, no spoilers, no spoilers. Dude, you're in a you're in a stream called the John Wick Universe Reign Supreme. I mean, if you're not expecting spoilers here, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, I, I mean, I could put spoiler warning in here, but I, it's pretty. It should seem pretty obvious at this point that we're going to be talking about it in whatever way we can. Uh, Greta says, "Thank you, no problem, Greta. You are that awesome, so there's no need to thank you. It's just fact. It's just truth. I only speak the truth. I only speak the truth. I want to see what we got here today." All right, caught up in the chat over on YouTube. Uh, the set says, I like the museum scene in John Wick 3. It's so good. Yes, it is. Uh, Beast of Angel says, 2 has the lore and world building, but the problem is part 2 is like John Wick 1.5. OMG, the first fight in the movie sets a brutality tone for the rest of the movie. It is so good. The fight scene, the knife fight scene in the beginning of John Wick 3 is fantastic. Tina says, looking at you. I'm looking at you, Tina. I'm looking at you, Tina. Don't look at me. Jim Monkey says, and the dogs were amazing in John Wick 3. Yes, they were. They got actual dogs. They didn't CGI any of it. They didn't do any CGI stupidity. And it was trained dogs. They were actually dogs trained. And guess what? Halle Berry became a dog trainer. That was her giving the commands and the dogs following her command. That is awesome. It is so cool to see actors actually doing the things that they're supposed to be doing on screen. Actually doing the flippity stuff. Doing the, the, the tosses and doing all the really cool... Uh, you know, all the sequences of them shooting a gun. They went into the field to practice how to shoot a gun, how to reload. It was, oh, it's so good. Seriously, you guys know, I'm a stickler for CGI and I love practical effects. It's one of the many reasons why I'm very excited about The Mandalorian because The Mandalorian is utilizing practical effects to like the T and like every way possible, as much as it possibly can. This movie is almost 90% plus practical effects non-CGI and it is so good. I, I want to see it. I, I want to see this movie like a thousand times. This might be the movie that is, you know, summer starting. You know, my last full day of school was yesterday, and now we're going into exams the following, uh, this coming week, and so I get off early. I'm very tempted to go see John Wick, like, at least two times this week. I want to see some other stuff, too, so that way I can talk about other movies that come out. But John Wick 3 is definitely something that I'm going to see more than once, no question about it. But, yeah, the dogs were great. Kudos. Shout out to the dogs. Shout out to the hounds of John Wick. 
Uh, Orange Eye Review says, I do love Winston's relationship with Wick. You can tell it broke his heart to declare him excommunicado in John Wick 2. You can see it in his eyes. It was very hard for him to make that call. And that's what I love, too, is because you have these background characters that are being added into the story, and all of them you just love. You just you want to find out more about them. You know? Like, seriously. <laughs> there are just so many great... And not even just Winston. I keep forgetting the character's name, but the one that essentially runs the uh, the front desk at the Continental that John Wick goes to. I love... Dude, that actor, one, I love him. Ever since Fringe... I've loved that character. I love that actor. And I just love every th- like seriously, all I can think of every time I see him now is just like good bo- good evening, Mr. Week. <laughs> like just having that accent. Hello, Mr. Week. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. All right, heading over to my D Live people. Uh Buna Man, what's going on? CX CCN, what's going on? Uh he's saying stop spoiling John Wick 3. Hey, I'm sorry, sorry, so very sorry, so very sorry. Uh Barack Obama oh nine. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Obama? Hope you're enjoying retirement. Uh, CSCN says, I'm going to give you something. Oh, thanks for the lemon. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm sure I'm butchering the way that, that I should pronounce your name, but I appreciate that, man. Uh, Captain F says, hail, Ja, I'm with you, Odin brother. God is regardless of which God is yours. Thank you, man. Poppy Dan, thank you for the two lemons. I appreciate that very, very much so. Uh, Wes Nat Spears speaks like Ben Shapiro, just with a beard and a cool hat. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Wes Nat, thank you for the ice cream. I appreciate that. Speaking of uh, Ben Shapiro, you know how he talks very fast? I talk very fast, too. And I think that you'll like to know that I'm doing a show right now, because I y'all know this. I do musical theater. And so I just recently got cast as the role of Harold Hill from the show The Music Man. And if you know anything about the song called Trouble, first off, look up the version done by, um, oh, why am I blanking out on his name right now? I really shouldn't because he's fantastic. He's in the Orville. I don't know why I'm blanking out on his name. Seth MacFarlane. There's a version that Seth MacFarlane does of Trouble and it's beautiful. It's fantastic. So he's going to be like my spirit animal as I, as I, as I perform that role. So I'm going to but if you know anything about that song, you know it's a lot of tongue-twisting words said at a very constant clip. So it's going to put my fast-speaking ability to the test. However, I have to memorize lines, and so it's going to be a little bit harder for me to do so. But I have faith. I have faith indeed. Poppy10, I haven't seen cool work like the series since Old King Kong uh, – Old Kong – oh, Kung Fu. Old Kung Fu films. Dude, yeah, the original old, old-school Kung Fu films are great. Uh, CM Chunk. Yeah! <laughs> uh, I love CM Punk. So the fact that your name is CM Chunk is great. Oh, man. And it's a chunky CM Punk. That's great. Oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> K-Man, thank you very much, man. And Boastful Spoon. Oh, yeah. Rocking it with the cool psychedelic. Uh, Patrick Bedeff says, I love the Seth MacFarlane version. Dude, it's so freaking good. It's so good. Uh, let's see. Over back to the YouTube peeps. The Senate says, Cobra Kai or John Wick trilogy? I never watched Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is fantastic, but John Wick, easily. John Wick has better... John Wick has better uh, choreography. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like Cobra Kai, but other than season... Other than episode 10, season 2, there really isn't any, like, balls-the-wall fight. John Wick chapters 1, 2, and 3 all have balls-to-the-wall fighting, and it's fantastic. It is so good. Seriously. I am very tempted, because I have both John Wick 1 and 2 on Blu-ray. I'm very tempted to watch them again very soon, because, God, they're so good. Man, oh, man. Slicer Neon says, I could accept Mr. Sparkly Vampire if he was a Terry McGinnis for a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I always say that you can never tell for sure whether an actor, especially one like him, where he's good in those independent indie-type indie, indie type roles, talking here about Robert Pattinson. To me, it's just that he's not bulky. Obviously, he can gain weight. He can gain weight. I mean, you know, obviously, that's, that's something that's possible. But I, I just think that they should, as I said in my video, they should be focusing on trying to get their DC universe set up 
and make it clear what they're doing. Because so far, it's been very much, oh, well, we're not really going to be like the MCU, or, oh, we're not really going to do that, but we're going to have movies that are still connected. And it's just very confusing, because it's left with, okay, does Man of Steel still hold? Does BVS still hold? Does Justice League still hold? Are you going to be recasting, rebooting certain people? I mean, just, I mean, Suicide Squad. They are rebooting Suicide Squad, kind of, sort of, because it's not a sequel, according to them, but they're using some of the same actors. So, again... They need to get that stuff fixed before they cast anyone as Batman. Just saying. Uh, Tina says, some of us have lives. Thank you, sir. I have a life. I had to go to school the next day. And you bet your ass that I still saw John Wick Chapter 3. And I'm very glad I didn't run into any of my students because then I would have been like, as much as I appreciate your taste in film, you should not be seeing this movie right now as a sophomore in high school. Uh, let's see. The sentence says, Keanu Reeves would make a great Flashpoint Batman. Flashpoint Batman is Thomas Wayne, and he uses guns. Ooh, I do like that. I would like Keanu Reeves as almost anything, to be honest. Keanu Reeves is awesome. Not just because he's great at doing his own stunts and stuff, but the fact that he's a good guy. Seriously, there's YouTube videos dedicated to how nice of a guy Keanu Reeves is. He's such a good guy. This is the dude that takes public transportation, will get up to allow for an older woman to sit down, a pregnant woman to sit down is actually the video that they show. He, when he did, I think the first John Wick or one, one of the action films that he did, he used his paycheck and decided to buy his entire stunt team, like all like Harley Davidson's, like all like really expensive vehicles. And I'm thinking to myself, this, this dude's awesome. He reminds me a lot of Paul Walker. You know, Paul Walker, I think they're both good examples too. Like Paul Walker and Counter Reeves, not really known for being the best actor actors. You know, and they're not known for being that, oh man, I went to, I went to the Academy and oh, I have an Oscar now. Though I would love, to be honest, if Counter Reeves ever won an Oscar, I mean, I would just be so happy. Oh dude, guys, man, really? I'd be like, yes. That would be, I'll tell you this much. You know how we do the Wednesday Raven Awards here on this channel? Keanu Reeves is getting a lot of nominations for this year's Raven Awards. I'm just saying it right now. John Wick 3 is getting a lot of Raven Award nominations. I'm guarantee, I guarantee it because he's just he's just so good. But speaking again, kind of because, you know me, I'm ADD, so I go all over the place. But going back to that comparison between Paul Walker and Keanu Reeves, the one thing they had in common was that they're both just good people. They're both just really nice people. Where I remember seeing, I remember Paul Walker when he was, you know, you know God rest his soul, he was in New Orleans filming a movie. And me and my friends, we were out. It was at a Friday's, a TGI Friday's, so just a chain restaurant. And he was there sitting on the bar. And the whole time, my friend, who was a really big fan of Fast and Furious, was, like, nudging me, saying, dude, I think that's Paul Walker. That's Paul Walker. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, no, I'm just not, I'm not sure. And so, of course, I failed in my movie expertise. I failed in recognizing him in real life. And sure enough, when he left and we asked the bartender, hey, was, it, was that Paul Walker? And he was like, yeah. yeah. He's been coming in ever since he's been in town. And he, like, tipped very well, was talking to people, like, just, ah, like, seriously, I think that every actor in Hollywood needs to take their cues from Keanu Reeves and from, uh, <laughs> and from people like Paul Walker, because in all honesty, they're, you know, they're good people, and actors can be good people. You don't have to be an ass for being rich. Uh, let's go to some super chats. JJ, thank you very much for the super chat, says, Just Not John Wick 3, amazing movie, my favorite so far. Awesome, JJ. I definitely think that the action is the best. So as I said before, all three are strong for different reasons. And so if I had to give an award to John Wick 3, it would be best action sequences by far. Because nothing's going to beat, none of the other John Wick films are going to be able to beat that knife fight sequence. And I would even throw in the dog fight sequence as well because it, it's just so good. Because you have dogs that are being that are trained and doing this all in real time. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And the fact that you had Halle Berry become a dog trainer to do that is just, ugh, 
Halle Berry, you are now a goddess. You are now a goddess among the pantheon in Asgard. Entertainment Hacker, thank you so much for your donation. I really appreciate that. Jedi Sage Monk, super chat for John Wick. Thank you very much, Jedi Sage Monk, for that Aussie $5 super chat. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, K-Man says, congrats on the show. Thank you very much, man. CM Chunk says, watch you on YouTube and Geese Gamers. So seeing you on DLive, also a good thing. Well, CM Chunk, thank you very much, man. I always do like my punk chunky. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Flames 1107. Again, now I'm over on the D-Live. I think I will have to go rent John Wick 2 and then go watch John Wick 3 because Odin being so pumped for it. I mean, seriously, I think that you would be doing yourself a favor. And actually, I would say just buy it. Just buy it. And if you hate it, (laughs) Flames 1107. If you buy John Wick 2 and you hate it, Come back to me when we're doing another stream on DLive and just be like, hey, remember you said this? If you buy John Wick Chapter 2 and you do not like it and you, like, hate it, message me and I, I will get your money back. That's how confident I am. I'm not going to do that for everyone. But because you are calling – because you're saying that, Flames, I, I am that confident that you will like John Wick 2. Uh, Bad Hammy, good day, Aiden. Good day, Bad Hammy. How is it going? How is it going indeed? Um, da, 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 da. CPU Geek says another actor that I like is Vin Diesel. Yeah, me too. I think that I don't really know enough about Vin Diesel to be able to say one way or the other, but he seems like a cool dude. Um, and also, since DLive is now getting a little bit more hopping than usual, so again, 24 people over there, if you want me to read a comment or to answer a question, just put Odin or at Odin at the beginning of your sentence, and then I'll know that you want to talk to me. And the K-Man, thank you very much for the lemon. I appreciate it. All right, heading back over to my YouTube peeps, Clark Kent. Woo, Clark Kent, what's going on, man? Says, you looking forward to Brightburn? I actually have not seen the trailer for Brightburn yet. <laughs> it's been talked about nonstop. It's been debated by a lot of people, but there have just been so many other things going on. You had Endgame. You had, of course, all the nonsense with Captain Marvel. You now have John Wick. I mean, there's been so many other things going on that it's it's kind of just gotten lost in the shuffle. But Brightburn, actually, Brightburn, is it already out? It might already be out near me. If it's not out, if it's not out near me right now, then it's about to be out in the next couple weeks, I think. I could be totally off on that. Let me check. Godzilla King of the Monsters already got my ticket. 4 p.m. A 4 p.m. show, guys. I'm seeing it this Thursday at 4 p.m. IMAX. I'm seeing Godzilla King of the Monsters, and I'm so pumped. Got to see it on the biggest screen because, I mean, come on. It's Godzilla. Godzilla deserves the biggest and the best. Um, all right, let's see. Is Brightburn currently playing near me? And I'm sure people in the chat are being like, no, it comes out here. It comes out here. You guys know I fall behind the chat. Yeah, it's not up right now. Maybe it's this coming because I know I saw it recently. I know I saw it on my list. Yeah, Brightburn comes out next week, and it's getting a Dolby release. Interesting. Hour and a half. Okay, very cool. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth? Oh, yeah, this is the one where if Superman goes bad, essentially, is the plot, even though it's not actually... Is it a comic? Is it is it a comic? Is it based off a comic, or is it just someone decided to write a story of something very similar to Superman, but decided to instead make it a uh, something else, so... Um, let's see, the K-Man, thank you for the lemon. CM Chunk, CM Chunk, CM Chunk. Thank you for the ice cream over on DLive. Poppy 10, after John Wick, Godzilla was the night. Yeah, so for Poppy 10, Godzilla was the next movie on their list. It's the same for me. I kind of have to see Aladdin, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to work some of my movie magic and, and buy a ticket to something that deserves it. You know what, actually, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to make sure that John Wick gets my movie and that I somehow see Aladdin. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then I'll be able to come back and let you guys know how good or bad it is. Apparently, it's getting good early buzz. But, again, uh, 
Stephanie B says, don't be sassy. I'm poor and have to wait till Tuesday. Stephanie B, you know that if, 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 you, need, if you need me to get you a ticket, I'll get you a ticket, Steph. My Val- I'll take care of my Valkyrie. You know this. And, and, and uh, Tina, I did not forget about the movie that I was supposed to send you. Unfortunately, it's no longer available at the place that I was going to buy it from. So we might have to wait. That was for Vampire. Uh, we're going to have to wait on that. But seriously, Steph, if there's a day earlier, like tonight or tomorrow, that you would like to see it, and if you want to see it in the biggest screen possible, let me know. I will buy your ticket. Steph, I will buy your ticket to it on the biggest and best. My, my, my Valkyrie, they deserve the biggest and the best because they are the best. They're the best around. No one's ever going to keep them down. All right. YouTube is crazy. All right. 70 B- <laughs> Tina says, la, 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 stop the spoilers, la, 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 la. I mean, there's really, uh, I mean, as far as, like, spoilers, like, to me, a spoiler is, like, a plot. Plot spoilers, to me, are the only things that are actually worth talking about as far as it being called a spoiler. Everything else is just, this happens, and it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. I guess the one thing I'll, I'll keep off for now until maybe the end of the discussion is how the movie ends, because I think that would be something that people would be interested in, because obviously it's John Wick, you know, kicking butt kicking ass and taking names and people want to know what happens to him orange hat review says the knives uh the knives that stuck in the head and such are actually cg just got it's just gotten that good well orange i i figured that it was cg but the fact that they were able to use real life people and also they they use some practical effects to make it i mean this goes back to the like the discussion you know what what is the best form and best use of cgi it's in conjunction with practical that's why still to this day one of the best cgi films of all time is what Jurassic Park, because Jurassic Park used both CG and also practical, and used practical uh, for the most part, and only used CG when they absolutely had to. The problem with modern filmmaking, and this is really getting into the bigger discussion about John Wick's universe reigning supreme, is that now modern day film, modern day film is all about we need to use nothing but CGI. It's CGI first. Oh, can we make that CGI? Not oh, can we hire the people that we need to be able to put some badass stuff and badass sequences happen on screen? We don't get that. We don't get that anymore. And it's just so frustrating. And that's why movies like John Wick are like a palate cleanser. Because you went to go see Endgame. And Endgame has some pretty cool sequences, but for the most part, it was CGI. And then you go to John Wick and you're like, oh man, these are real actors actually. And wait, that is that is Keanu because he just did a flip and you could see that it's his face the entire time. They don't cut away. You can always tell. Oh, sorry. So very sorry. Oh, so sorry. Hit the microphone. So sorry. But you can always tell. Whenever there is a, uh, whenever there's a change in character, whenever there's someone who's going to use a stunt person, you can always tell because they always do some type of quick cut, or you can tell their face is distorted. They don't do that. They show their face. You can tell that Halle Berry is doing these freaking roles, doing the, the the hip toss and all this. God, I want to see it again. I need to see it again. I need to. Um. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Uh, let's see, hold on. Sticky V says, how about that flipping the cross and burning it in his back? This movie has so many fantastic moments. Oh, no, that part was, f- oh, God, yes. Uh, Tina says, reload with a magazine. Yes, thank you, Tina. So in my initial review for John Wick, people were getting on my ass because I did not use the proper gun terminology. Let me make it clear, guys. I am all pro, like, Second Amendment. I think you have the right to bear arms. I, I believe in that. I am just not that type of person. I do not personally feel comfortable. It's funny that I'm loving this film that has, like, nothing but guns and is using, like, real-world, like, physics and using actual counting 
and is not just saying, oh, yeah, they've got a thousand bullets and they never have to reload. But it's so funny because people who should be able to, should be able to tell by the very fact that I made that mistake, Tina, that I'm not a gun person, were like ripping me the shreds in my comments saying, um, you said that they uh, reload with this, but the actual term is this. Do you even know what guns are? And I'm like, no, I don't. The only thing I've ever shot in my life is a BB gun when I was a Boy Scout. And it's not because I think they're evil. It's just I'm personally not comfortable with it. That's just me. That is just me. And if you are, hey, mad mad props to you. Mad respect. I believe in self-defense. I believe in self-defense, but I just personally, and that's why I could never join the army. I mean, seriously, if I, you know, I would love to join the army just to have that, you know, sense of having my brothers back to defend them. But I personally, the, the point that I could never get to would be to shoot another person, to take another person's life. As you all know, I'm a Catholic. And part of my faith is I do not feel comfortable taking another person's life. And I know that there's obviously situations where it, it's kind of the only choice that you have or it's a hard choice to make. But it, it's just not me. It's just not in me. And so, yeah, but it was so funny that people were just like driving, like, like oh, my gosh, you just said this wrong. You just said it wrong. And it's like, I appreciate you for, for correcting me, but I'm still not going to know what's what. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Senate says, I love the dogs, and it's better because they're German shepherds, and I love German shepherds. I do, too, because uh, Willow, uh, couch puppy, who's almost always here, uh, they're, they're sleeping right now. Um, but she is a German Shepherd mix. So, yeah, they're pretty great. G Monkey says, the, the battle in the Continental might be my favorite than the knife fight. Hey, and I respect that. The fight in the Continental in John Wick 2 is great. But the knife fight, to me, is just that much better. I mean, they're all great. Seriously, they're all great. All of these fight sequences are great. So trying to say which one's better or worse, it's just, you know, okay, it's like, you know... It's like lemons and ice cream over on DLive for my DLive people. Don't worry. I, I see you guys. And for the ones that are tagging me, thank you. I will get to y'all's comments in a second when I jump back over. Uh, Joe K470 says, I still say Angela Bassett would have been, uh, would have made a better storm for X-Men movies than Barry. Well, here's the thing. Even though I'm, you know, supporting Halle Berry now, that doesn't mean that I take back the things about the movies that she was in at the time, because those movies are still bad. Like her performances are still bad. I still don't think she was a great storm personally. But I will say that my thought of, oh, she will never be good in anything, which is what my thought was for a very long time, that is now completely gone because she found her calling in this film. And apparently she's her next project is an MMA film, and she's already starting to train for MMA. And so since I know that she can do this role, since I know that she will take the time and the attention and the care to learn this stuff, I think that she'll do great in that. She has to be used the correct way. You know, no actor is is meant to be the star. No act, not every actor is meant to be the emotional powerhouse. And I just don't think that she does the emotional stuff very well. When she won her Oscar, I was like, uh, I don't really think that it was that good. It reminds me a lot of the performance from Boyhood, from uh, oh my goodness, I forget her name every time. But when she won for Best Actress, I I was cringing because if you ever watched the movie Boyhood, she's awful. Her performance is cringeworthy. And so I think that that was my thought about Halle Berry for a long time. But this has now made me respect her in an entirely new light. Uh, Laura, what's going on? Laura says, I thought you were going to say you got cast as Ben Shapiro. (laughs) Uh, Laura, here's what we need to do. We need to get the Phantom Menace, the Phantom Collective, all of the Phantoms together. We need to find someone who can write a musical. We need to write Ben Shapiro the musical. It doesn't matter where you fall politically, because I think anyone can understand that you can make comedic gold with a musical called Ben Shapiro the musical. And then if you need someone cast as Ben Shapiro, I really couldn't because I'm not short and because I'm not Jewish. And so that kind of <laughs> kind of creates a bit of a problem. But if you need someone to do some voice work, oh man, keep in mind, 
keep in mind this. So I listen to you. Know, I listen to a bunch of people because I believe in independence. I believe in hearing different perspectives. And so I'll listen to podcasts. And, and one of the podcasts that sometimes I listen to is Ben is Ben Shapiro's. I listen to him on one point five speed. And there are people that I know that have to listen to me on like 0.5 speed because they can't keep up. I have to listen to Ben Shapiro, who speaks, I would say, even faster than I do on 1.5, sometimes too. So, uh, Kalia the Cinema Queen says, I didn't like the bald girl in John Wick 3. She was very wooden. Uh, what did you not like about John Wick 3? There really isn't a whole lot I didn't like. I would say that it was maybe a hair too long for what it was. And someone was saying before that there were some slow parts, and I agree, uh, but I thought the slow parts were, for the most part, done pretty well. But there were a couple of scenes that they could have, you know, eh, cut off a little bit of time for. But I actually didn't like, I, I didn't mind the bald girl. And the reason why is this, is because her character was helping us to better understand the tie table, what they were, what their game was. And I think that she's going to play a greater role for the future of whatever the John Wick universe goes from here. And that's not saying one way or the other, because we all knew John Wick was going to continue in some way or the other because they've already got the Continental show in in the running. They've already talked about how they'll continue to make movies in this universe for as long as the fans want it. So that's not really spoiling anything. That's just telling everyone what, what the creators have already said. And so if if she needed to be wooden in this and to be just very frozen... I think that it served a purpose. Now, some people might say, oh, but you were being critical of Brie Larson for her wooden performance, but that's also because that was a very different character with a very different position. She was the lead character, and lead characters who you're supposed to get behind can't be wooden. Background characters who are meant to be menacing, who are meant to be representing the shadow government that we don't really know a whole lot about, they can be wooden and it can work. And so personally, I was okay with it. Um, Laura says, he is very model of a modern spoiler general. Spoiler general? I'm not a spoiler general. What are you talking about? All right, let me head over to my D-Live people because they've been very, very patient. All right, so I got the CM Chunk donation. So Captain F Ed says, Hollywood films set in Europe fee cheap. I'm European. Uh, feel cheap. I'm European. Hope John Wick 3 goes ac- goes back to the USA. Wait, what? What are you talking about? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? Uh, Mr. Peabody says, the problem with John Wick 3 is all these elite assassins don't know how to kill someone. That's objective. Peabody, you are correct. But from the first film and this is why context is key from the first film they established that john wick is op that john wick is the best in the business and that everyone fears him so they basically made it clear that this is the kind of guy that could do the things that he's doing i mean obviously you need to suspend disbelief but i think for me at the very least and again we can disagree on this but for me because they already set that up in the first film there's no need for them to have to continue to to, to mention it uh, Poppy Ten says, for the eye shot, they did something similar with Zombie. Ah, interesting. Captain F Head says, uh, Batinson will suck. He can't, he can act. Plus, I welcome Detective Batman, but he's not a superhero. He must be built. All right, I don't, uh, he can't act. I, I think that he can. No, no, I think that Robert Pattinson can act. The problem is, is that he has been, he's chosen some really bad roles. You know, Twilight didn't help him. He was awful in Twilight. That was bad performance. But he's done some indie stuff. I would recommend. There was a movie called Good Time. I think it's called Good Time or Good Times. And I never got to see the actual movie itself, but from the trailer alone, he was giving an amazing performance. And so I think it really depends on what he's in, you know? Uh, Air Trophix, thank you for the follow. Sikis uh, Kenkis, thank you very much for the follow. CPU Geek says, more power to you. More people need to understand that about weapons. No, very true. And that's why I love it too, because, and here's why my respect for Halle Berry has just skyrocketed. Because instead of her being a typical liberal in Hollywood and saying, oh, no, I can't touch guns, 
She said, no, I want to be educated. I want to learn how to use a gun safely. I want to learn how to do these things. And now she knows how to use a gun. She's now learned a life skill and she was able to use it in the actual movie. She also became a dog trainer. She learned a life skill and was able to apply it to the movie. That is awesome. Those are actors portraying characters, but also are doing real things. And for movies like this, you kind of need that sense of reality in order for it to stick. Bad Hammy, thank you very much for the lemon. I appreciate it. And remember, guys, and also for anyone that's a mod, so K-Man and Peabody, since they're the two names that I see right now, please let me know, uh, or please let the people in the chat know that if they have a question or if they want me to say anything, please uh, just have them tag Odin at Odin. And, and I'll let you guys know that just putting at Odin pops up for me. So not even just at Odin's movie blog, uh, just at Odin, uh, O-D-I-N, uh, works for me. Just like with Mr. Peabody, I just did. So Mr. Peabody says, don't get me wrong, uh, John Wick 3 I enjoyed, but it was not great. Die Hard was much better. And again, that's a preferential. That's definitely a preferential thing. I personally like John Wick 3 better, but I've also only seen it once. I need to see it again. And obviously opinions can adapt and change over time. But what I can come away with is that John Wick 3 is definitely not a bad movie and that it is one that is worth seeing and worth getting, worth getting your money. Uh, Captain F. says, lots of franchises end up in Europe when studios want money but don't want to spend. Sequels in Europe feel cheap. Oh, okay, gotcha. So talking about like filming in Europe. Yeah, I mean, overall though, to be honest, I think that I don't, you know, if I'm getting a good movie, like that's what I come away with. You know, if John Wick is good and it continues to be as good as it is, I'm okay with wherever it films. All right, heading back over to my YouTube peeps. So, Michael Hand, thank you very much for the super chat. Appreciate it. No message, but thank you for the super chat. Lee the Lightning, my Australian brother. Uh, thank you for the Aussie $2. Says, don't worry, Odin, I am soiled, so I'll fight for you. <laughs> well, Lethal, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right, Random Nerd of Doom says, there I have defeated Megazord Jeremy. All hail the Random Nerd of Doom. Have you now? I didn't, I didn't see any of that battle going on. Taylor Potter says, John Wick is basically on his own level. Yep, there's no one else that can reach that level. Rosetta Aaron says, in regards to Mr. Sparkle Vamp, whether someone loves or hates him, the voice, the face, the style, the build, everything about him screams not Batman. Yeah, but so many people said some similar things about Heath Ledger. And I know that I listened to uh, Gary Nadrodic's stream about this when he said that it wasn't as bad as people remember. It was... It was not as bad as what's going on right now with Robert Pattinson, I will say, but it was pretty bad because people were saying, wait, the dude from A Knight's Tale? He couldn't be a villain. And so I'll say that actors can surprise you. Actors can turn that, like there's a switch that they can turn on and they can become a character more easily than you would think. Uh, Grandmaster Yoda says, John Wick was good and you can have fun alone with the friends, but you are out of your mind if you show it to kids. Yeah, definitely do not show it to kids. Not for kids. It, it, it earns its R rating. The Senate says, reboot for Suicide Squad. No, the first one was crap and ready. Exactly. Why are you rebooting something that already sucks? Soul Assassin says, a friend of mine works at a gun store and he said they like the John Wick films because their sales go up for a while. Not only does it probably help their sales, but also it helps people see how they actually work. Because instead of it just being, I have a handgun and now all of a sudden it's shooting off a thousand rounds, it's, oh, I only have so many rounds and now I need to uh, reload with the clip. Is that the terminology? Did I did I did, did I do good? Did I good? Did I do did did I do good, Tina? Did I? Uh, Tina says, uh, "Live happy." If you have any questions, okay, thank you, appreciate that. Uh, Megazord Jeremy says, "Keanu Reeves should play Odin in a movie," uh, and then he tells Random Nerd of Boom to bite him. Ooh, it's getting it's getting feisty in the chat right now. G Monkey says, "Not to change the subject, but uh, people are already want Kristen Stewart to play Catwoman for the fan fiction." Good God, please no. Oh, uh, let's keep those two away from each other. 
Uh, Rosetta Allen says, tell G-Monkey that if she plays Catwoman, Eartha Kitt will be spinning in her grave. Worst idea ever. Yeah, let's not have Kristen Stewart play that role. She can play certain roles. That is not one of them. The Senate says, John Wick is the only good thing this week. Batman, Batwoman, Game of Thrones all suck. 